He rescued us. He saved us. He's chosen us. Second question. How should we live as God's family? And uh, those of you that read the email that I sent around quite late this week, there's two questions which uh, the, the Northumbria community ask. What is, who is it that you seek? And that's a vital question, isn't it? Who, who do you seek in your life? Do you seek money? Do you seek fame, promotion at work? Or do you seek God? The second question is, how then shall we live? So if we seek God, that's good. That's good. But then the next question is the practical question. And, you know, I'm always a practical kind of person. How, uh, how then shall we live? Does anyone like to tell me what happened straight after this passage that Greta read? Where have they come to? A place called Mount Sinai. Now, now Adrian, we have a little job for you. Um, can you find any, um, any commandments around the room? Any rules? Can you find any? Can you see they're, they're on white bits of card and they've got blue writing on them. Would you like to go and see what we can find? Yeah. You see, um, any community needs rules. Um, I remember um, Nicky Gumble talking about uh, when he was when he was, uh, took his son to a football match and, uh, and the referee uh, wasn't there. So he landed up having to referee the football match. And uh, so there's Nicky Gumbel in the middle of the field, this, this barrister with, with a whistle, and the football was going on and he wasn't sure what the rules were. So somebody said, that's offside ref, and he didn't know whether it was right or not. Can you imagine a football match without any rules? Well, I don't know much about football. So I, I would certainly not be able to referee a football match uh, because I don't know the rules. Okay? Um, so any, any organisation, whatever you do, there have to be some kind of rules, don't there? Some people don't think they should have rules. I think there are people called anarchists who think any, anyone could do anything. But actually, is that true? Can you live without rules? No. Um, some people think that Christians are people who are always doing things by the rules. We have rule books. Uh, there are people who have said to me, we don't need constitutions and rules in the church. We just love each other. Well, sorry, if that was you, poppycock. <laughs> you need rules. You need to know how the organisation works and what the rules are. Oh, well done. How many have you got, Adrian? Can you count them for me? Adrian's going to count them. Ooh. And one more. That makes ten. We've got ten rules. Oh, very good. Okay, excellent. And so when Moses had rescued his people, they were already his people. Okay, remember this. They were already his chosen people. Uh, he then gave them some rules. Now, um, and does anyone know the person who, who collected the rules from God? Do you know what his name was? Who got, the ten, who got these commandments from God? Do you know? Come on, help him. Moses, would you like to be Moses? Are you strong? 
Can you carry two great big lumps of rock? <laughs> I think you can. If you'd like to go out of there, up the, up the mountain, up the stairs, Adrian's, uh, you will find out there two great big heavy pieces of rock. Can you, can you find them and bring them in? Good job, you've got one willing person here today, isn't it? Has he managed to find them? No, they're not upstairs. Oh. Did he go upstairs? Oh, right, okay. Oh, right, okay. Can we send a rescue party for Moses, please? Uh, yeah. So I did tell him to go up the mountain, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> and meanwhile, Moses was up the mountain for 40 days. And the people started to say, where is Moses? Where is Moses? What's he doing up there? Oh, he must have he got lost. He's not coming back again. He's not coming back. Oh, no. Um, and then, of course, they started to get up to all sorts of mischief, didn't they? They said, oh, well, we don't need that God anymore. We'll make our own God. Unbelievable, isn't it? After, uh, do, do, in that passage, um, God reminds Moses, look what I did, all the plagues I brought on Egypt, how I rescued you, how I opened the, the Red Sea, and you'll make it... Oh, here he comes. That's very good. So, Moses came in with two great big heavy stone tablets. There we go. Well done, Adrians. So here we go. Very heavy stone tablets. Now, what I'd like you to do now, um, Adrians, is to give... Can you give those, those commandments out to people? Just, just spread them out. And... No, oh no, give, give them out. Give them out. You're going to share them out to people. This is a test now. Right. So there's everyone. Well, we, we almost got one each here today, haven't we? I think this is a, I think this is the smallest congregation I can remember since I've been here, actually. But uh, okay. Now. Moses, oh, it's putting that way around, sorry. So Moses went up the mountain and he came down with two stone tablets and on them God had written the Ten Commandments. Now, I want you, without looking at your Bibles, to tell me which one goes where. Has anyone got one that they would like to come and put on the chart? And this is a test. Karen, go on then. Which one? Has she got an easy one? Oh, well done, Karen. Yes. Don't covet. Does anyone like to tell me what covet means? Envy. Envy, yeah. Wanting something that belongs to somebody else. I want a car like him, or uh, I wish, you know, I looked like that, or whatever it might be. Um, yeah, okay, good. Don't covet. Who else has got something? Who's going to put? Oh, go on, Mike. See if you can. What have you got? Yes. Uh, don't lie, or actually, don't give false 
false witness, don't tell things that are not true. I okay. Oh, okay. Don't make idols. Uh, wrong. Yeah. What have you got there? Right. Good. Well, Wendy's got the first one. You should. Oh, okay. You shall have no gods before me. That's the very first command. What have you got, David? Ah, oh, yes. Which one? That, uh, no, it is number seven. Yes, well done. Yes. Oh. Trust, your, trust your instinct, David. Yeah. yeah. Don't commit adultery yet. Yeah. No, that is not number two. Uh, no, it's not number three. No. Number eight is don't steal, correct? Yeah. That is right, Rita. Yeah. No, that's wrong. Uh, John's wrong. <laughs> you can blame you for that. Don't worry, John. It's all right. Yeah. Um, all right. No, that is not right. No. Oh dear, guesswork here. Yes, number three. Yes. No. Yes. Don't murder is number six. Yes. Which means that don't make idols is number two. So they, these are the Ten Commandments. You see, you thought all age services were about children. They're not. They're all about all of us. This is, these are commands for the whole family. So let's see where they start with. The first commandment, have no gods before me. I am the Lord, he says. There aren't any other gods. So don't make a god whether it be whatever. Don't make any other gods. And don't forget the people of Israel were living in the middle of a land where people had lots of other gods. The Baals and all sorts of uh, different gods. Uh, uh, and, and, but Yahweh says to them, I'm your God. There's no other gods. Uh, second one, don't make idols. It's very much like that, actually. The first two were quite similar, aren't they? Because if you, make, if you have another god, it's an idol. Bible tells us any gods that's not the true God are actually idols. They're just made of wood or stone or whatever. They're not real gods at all. Okay. Third one, don't misuse God's name. Don't swear. Uh, don't. Uh, you, do, people do that quite a lot, don't they? When you go around, they always say, "Oh Jesus" or whatever, and um, they, they use "Oh God." OMG seems to be familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Four, remember the Sabbath, to keep one day holy. What's the purpose of that Sabbath? Rest. Rest. And also, praise, worship. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Rest and praise. Uh, five, honour your parents. That doesn't mean you have to obey your parents all your life, but honour them. Elsewhere in the scripture it says, children obey your parents. But even if you're old, you still honour your parents. Okay, there's a big difference. Um, and so parents here, don't tell your kids what to do. When they're big, they've got to make their own decisions, okay? Um, six, do not murder. That's fairly obvious, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Don't kill people or don't commit adultery. Don't take anybody else's wife or husband or break marriage vows. Yeah, don't steal. Don't lie. Only tell the truth and don't covet. So, these are the Ten Commandments. Now, 
Why are these rules so important for the community, do you think? Can anyone see a pattern in them? Well, let me, let me give you a clue. The first four are different to the, from, from number five to six, five to ten. Yes, exactly, exactly. The first four are about our relationship with God. So if God says, you are my people and I am your God, the most important thing in the commandments is our relationship with God, which is basically to have put him first, to don't have anything in our life which is idle, which distracts us, which could be anything. It could be a hobby, it could be a possession, it could be a person, it could be your status, uh, on how many Facebook friends you've got, or whatever. It could be any of those things. Uh, don't misuse God's name. When you use God's name, use it to talk to him, or to talk about him, but don't use it in vain, he used to say, wouldn't we? Now then, what about, remember, the Sabbath? What is that about? We just said, worship is rest and worship. Who's the worship for? God. Worship is about God, isn't it? We didn't come here today just for ourselves. We came here to worship God, although hopefully we might be blessed as well. Okay. Um, but what about the rest? Who's that for? Well, yeah, other people. Well, us, isn't it? So I think this is a great, this is like a transition commandment, isn't it? Remember the Sabbath is about God, is about God, but it's also about people. <coughs> Um, I, I, I would try to tell you a story about um, a man uh, in, in Bristol um, from a Pakistani family and um, he was working seven days a week and his wife was getting a very difficult situation in the family and um, I went around to see them and uh, he was just making himself ill by working too much. So I said to him, um, have you, um, have you ever told a lie? No. Uh, I said, have you, have you ever stolen anything? No. Have you ever murdered anyone? No. So I said, have you committed adultery? And his wife was sitting there. No, he says. I said, well, why do you break the fourth commandment then? You know, why do you, why do you not keep the Sabbath? Uh, and that's there for you. And it, sadly, he died a few years later because he, he just basically made himself ill. Um, so it's about God but it's also about us if we work seven days a week and don't take a rest we will be ill okay so there we go um, honour your parents and now these are all about relationships between people honour your parents it's good isn't it if you see children don't honour their parents it's, it's not good and if you see parents that don't honour their children then, then you know that's not good either um, but if you've ever been to any of the J. John talks uh, on, the, on the Ten Commandments, which we did just before we moved to Bristol, uh, you'll know he, he takes the commandments from number 10 downwards. Don't covet. Starts in the mind. If you start thinking, oh, I really want that, it starts in your mind. If you then don't lie about what you speak, if you then use your voice to enable you to get that or whatever it might be and then you steal something and then you murder or the commit adultery sorry uh, now a very good example is king david isn't it he was on top of a roof uh he saw a woman that he that he liked the look of 
Um, that's nothing wrong with that, but it went further, didn't it? He then started using his power to meet her, and eventually he stole her from her husband. And then he so he committed adultery with her. And then, in order to cover himself up, he murdered her husband. So do you see? It starts here, and it gets... So these are really good rules for people, for the people of God to have these rules. And some people say that the Ten Commandments are out of date. They're not, are they? Because all those... I can't see, I can't see how any human being could say that any of those are wrong, are, 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 you know, are bad rules. Um, people say, oh, I keep the Ten Commandments. And I say, well, I bet you don't even keep the first one. That's the hardest one to keep, isn't it? Have no gods before him. And, and the coveting, that's a hard one too. It each ends. Yeah. So these rules are actually for God's people. So you are God's people, he is our God, and these are the rules that he gave the community. Now, did it say in the scriptures that if you keep these rules, you'll be part of God's people? No. Someone look up Exodus chapter 20 and the first verse. Exodus chapter 20 uh, and the first two verses. Someone read it out loud now, David, please. And God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. So before he ever gave any of the commandments, he says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. That's who we are. We are God's people because of what God has done for us. Uh, and then he gives the commandments. So when the Jewish people misinterpreted this to say that if we obey all the commandments, then God will be pleased with us and will be our people, they lost the idea of salvation by grace, by God's mercy. We're all going to fail on those, most of them. But actually, we are God's people. That comes first. Now, the other thing I was going to say to you is this. Um, in the New Testament, a man stood up and said to Jesus, um, they tried to test him, which is the greatest commandment? What did Jesus reply? Can anyone say, what is the greatest commandment? Having a look here, what would you say? And what did Jesus say? Yeah, heart, heart. yeah that, that's, right, that's right. Yeah, the first commandment, Jesus said, is love the Lord your God. The second commandment, love your neighbour as yourself. Were they part of the Ten Commandments? They were not part of the Ten Commandments, not per, not per se, but actually they are, are they? Because Jesus, by saying love the Lord your God, was saying do these ones. And by saying love your neighbour as yourself, he was saying keep those. Isn't that amazing? I just think, wasn't it wonderful how Jesus spoke such truth and clarity? Uh, although the, 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 um, the Pharisees had tried to make it so complicated by taking these Ten Commandments, adding another 633. And in fact, straight after the Ten Commandments, you, you hear lots of case law about what to happen in this, what happens in this particular case. And, you know, okay, but that happened, and the, the, so they said, well, what do we do in this case? But actually, all you need is those, and Jesus said, all you need is love God, love your neighbour as yourself. Simples. 
Isn't it good? The gospel of Jesus is simple. And that's why anyone can, anyone can understand it. 